Shalom to all. Today's office, we are starting 11 lines from the top with a brand new Mishnah. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarah, Basab, Yaakov, Maisha, her Nishama, Shadav, and Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef, Yantif, Ben Rabbi Anshul, his Nishama, Shadav, and Aliyah. And the Mishnah tells us, Nafalamayim, a guy fell into the water and we couldn't find him. Bain Yeshlahem Saif, Bain Yeshlahem Saif, whether this water is Yeshlahem Saif or Ainlahem Saif, Ishta Asura, his wife is Usser, that's because it's very possible that he survived and we just don't know where he is. Amr of Mayor of Mayor says, here's the proof for this. Over here is a reservoir of some sort. It's a very large place for holding water. It's considered Mayim Shiyesh Lahem Saif. However, he came up after three days. So we see that even in Mayim Shiyesh Lahem Saif, a fellow could survive. Now, Amr Abiyase, he says something different than our mayor. There was a fellow who was blind. He went into Ma'ar, into a cave in a pool of water there to go to the Achrav, And his Mayshech, his guide, went after him. And they remained inside the water for the amount of time it would take for their souls to leave them, meaning they most probably died. And the Chum allowed their wives to get remarried. There's a story in Asia with a person they lowered him into the sea and when they tried to pull him back up the only thing that came back up was his leg. And said, If when you pulled him up you had his leg with the knee also so then we could allow his wife to get remarried because there's no way he survived. However, if what came up was his leg but below the knee she's allowed to get remarried because the yam is and it's very possible that he survived. So let's just be clear before we start the Gemara. is a body of of water in which one cannot see all the banks by standing in one place, like a river, a large lake, an ocean, and the like. Now, the reason why a woman is not allowed to get remarried if her husband was lost in such a body of water is because it's very possible that he was carried away by a current. He swam, got a ride on the back of a dolphin, and came up onto the shore in a place where we couldn't see him. Maim Shiyeshlehem Saif is a body of water in which we can see all the banks, like a small pond. So now the Gemara tells us, Tanabun, we have a bride, so Nafal Maim, Ben Shiyeshlehem Saif, Ben Shiyeshlehem Saif, Ishta Asura Divrab Meir. Rav Meir says that if he fell into a body of water, whether it's Yeshlehem Saif or Ainlehem Saif, his wife is still Usser. Rav Meir is Machmir and says that even though he fell into a body of water, it's very possible that he found some sort of air pocket or something and that he was able to survive. For even though it's Maim Saif, according to Rav Meir, no mattering his wife to get remarried. If he fell into Maim Saif and we can't find him, his wife's mutter because he for sure died. However, if he fell into water that's Ainlehem Saif, then she's Usser. Now we just clarify what is Maim Saif? He says, if a person could stand and see all four sides, all four corners or banks or shores of this body of water, so then that's Maim Shiyeshlahem Saif. I think more tells us who Gavra Tav Ba'agam de Samki. There was a fellow who drowned in the Agam of Samki. Agam is a swamp or marshy land, and in Sabah Shila Debitsu, Rav Shila allowed his wife to get remarried. Now, this Agam was Maim Shiyeshlahem Saif. So, Amalai Rav Shmuel, Rav told Shmuel, Tanishamte, let's go put him into Cherim for Paskening like this. So, Amalai, he said, Nishachleberesha, let's first send him a question and ask him why he allowed her to get remarried. So, Shachalai, they sent the following question to Rav Shila. If a person falls into Maim Shein Lahem Saif, is his wife Mutter or Usser? So Shalachahu, he sent them back a message, Ishtahasura, his wife is Usser. So they sent him back a message of Agma de Samki, Maim Shein Lahem Saif, and Maim Shein Lahem Saif. Is this marsh or swampland of Samki, is that considered Maim Shein Lahem Saif or Ein Lahem Saif? So Shalachahu, he sent them back a message, Maim Shein Lahem Saif, who is considered Maim Shein Lahem Saif. So they sent him back a message, Umar, my time of Rahi, so why didn't you pass him? His wife is allowed to get remarried. So he sent them back a message, Metatina, I made a mistake. I know, Savri, I thought, came to the Kavu Vikaimi, since the water over here is gathered. And it's stagnant. Kavu's Lashon of Mikvah. All the water's gathered over here and it's stagnant. It's not moving anymore. Kamayim Shiyeshlahem Saif tell me. It's like Mayim Shiyeshlahem Saif. Why would that be? Because this swamp is interesting. It's technically considered Mayim Shiyeshlahem Saif. As we said, we can't see all the way to the end. But since it doesn't have any streams or springs that feed into it, the water's just stagnant. It sits without moving. He figured there's no current that's able to carry this man away. And since we can't find him, his wife would be allowed to get remarried. But then Arshila said, Valahi, I realize that that's not so. Kim Ikagali, since there's waves, it's a huge body of water. So the 
wind does make waves, Amos, and I told myself, Gali Ashpalu, it's very possible that waves carried him away and dumped him on a different shore and that he didn't die. So Kar Shmuel lay to Rav. Shmuel said about Rav, The no sin shall befall a tzaddik. Rav was about to wrongly put Rav Shila into Cherim, and it must be that the only reason why he was saved from this is because he's a tzaddik. And then Kari Rav lay to Shmuel. Rav said about Shmuel, Salvation comes with a lot of counsel and advice. The only reason why I didn't fall and stumble is because I asked advice of Shmuel. I will continue with more stories. Tanya Rebbe Rebbe. So Amr Rebbe Rebbe tells us, There was two fellows that were setting fish traps, fish nets in the Jordan River. The Jordan River is Mayim She'en Lahem Saif. One of them entered a burrow or a tunnel made by fish in the banks of the river. And then it got dark outside. He didn't see where the entrance of this tunnel was, so he wasn't able to come out of it. So his friend waited for him this amount of time that it would have taken for him to die. And then his friend went home and he said, Hey, I went setting fish traps with your husband and never came out of the river. The next day, the sun rose. And this fellow who was stuck in this little tunnel that clearly had an air pocket of sorts over there, he saw the entrance of this tunnel. Ubani came home. He found that there was great mourning in his house because everyone thought that he died. Amr Rabbi, Rabbi said, How great are the words of the Chachamim? Amr they said, If this fellow falls into water, that's Yeshlam Saif, his wife would be permitted. But if he's in water, his wife is Usr. And over here, he survived and it was The Gemara hold on one second. That's really so. Even if it's Maim we should be chashish. There's this mechila of dogim. There's this sort of tunnel that the fish dug, and it's very possible even if it's Maim Shiyeshlahem Saif that this fellow was in this tunnel, and that's how he survived. So the Gemara says no. But Maim Shiyeshlahem Saif mechil shadogim loshchicha, and a place that's Maim Shiyeshlahem Saif, fish don't really make these tunnels. They only make these sort of tunnels in the banks if it's Maim Shiyeshlahem Saif. And Amar Vashi says, Had Amar Abana Maim Shiyeshlahem Saif ishte asura. That was our Abanan said that if it's Maim Shiyeshlahem Saif, his wife would be asura because very possible he survived. That's only talking about a regular person. But if it's a Tzurvim Rabbanon, a Talmud Chacham that had fallen into this water, we don't say that his wife would be Usr. Because Ida Salik, if he did survive and he came up on one of the shores, even though we didn't see him, Kal Islay, there would have been a Kal. Everyone would have known about it. He would have walked into the nearest town and it would have made a whole halabaloo. Everyone would say, oh, what a great man just came to town. And then we automatically retract this statement. Vlahi, it's not really so. It doesn't make a difference if he's a regular person or a Talmud Chacham. We will not allow his wife to get remarried if he fell into Mayim She'ein Lahem Saif. However, but the evidence, if she got remarried, we're not going to make her get divorced. And Tanya, we have a bride. So Amr of Gamaliel says, One time I was on a ship, and I saw there was another ship that was broken apart and it was sinking. And I was very pained about how Tamil Chacham I knew was on that ship. Umanu, which Tamil Chacham was that? Rabbi Kiva. It was Rabbi Kiva. And when I went on to dry land, Rabbi Kiva came to me and started discussing Halacha with me. I asked him, Who brought you out of the water? I thought you drowned. Amr he said, a board from the ship chanced itself upon me, and I grabbed onto the board, and I didn't sink. And every wave that came to swamp me, I lowered my head into that wave, and I managed to be saved. Now we just pause this for a second. We have a lesson. If Rishayim come upon a person, this rush is being very successful, and he's like a bulldozer. He's like a big wave. He's plowing through everyone. So what should the person do? He shouldn't fight him. He should just lower his head and wait till this wave passes over him. Eventually, it's going to crash, and it's going to peter out. Now back to our story. At that time, I said, How great are the words of the Chacham? They said, If a fellow is lost in Maim Sheishlam Saif, so his wife is Mutter. That's because it can't be that he survived. Maim Sheishlam Saif, Asur, if this fellow is lost in Maim Sheishlam Saif, she's Asur. That's because it's very possible that he survived. And we have another story. Tanya, on Rabbi Kiva. This time it's Rabbi Kiva that said, One time I was on a ship. I saw a ship that was floundering, was drowning at sea. And I was very pained about a Tamil Chacham. I knew that it was on that ship. And who's that Tamil Chacham? Rav Meir. And when I was in this city or this area of 
Rameir came to me and started discussing Allah with me. Amartu, I asked him, Ibnim, Alcha, who brought you out of the water? Amali, he said, Galtar Dini Lechaveri, Chaveri, Chaveri. A wave took me and passed me to his friend and his friend to his friend, Ashikiyan and Abasha, until it spat me out onto the dry land. Amartu, by Sushai, at that time, I said, Sus Rabbi Kiva, Kam Gdam Divir Chacham, how great are the words of the Chachamim? Shaamru, they said, Maim Shiyesh Lahem Saif, Ishtay Mutaris. Maim Shayel Lahem Saif, Ishtay Asura. And Tanabon, we have a bride, said, Nafalagavir Rayas, a person fell into a lion's den. He was in the zoo and he fell into the lion's den. And me eating all of. We're not allowed to give Adis about him that he died. It's very possible the lions weren't hungry and they didn't eat him. However, if he fell into a small pit full of snakes and scorpions, we are allowed to give Adis about him that he died. There's no way that they didn't bite him. He says, Even if he fell into a small pit of we're not allowed to give Adis about him that he died. And why is that? Because we have to be maybe he's a snake charmer and therefore the snakes didn't bite him. And the Tanakama, what would he respond to that? Because of him crushing them, they're going to damage him. Since it was a very narrow pit, he's most definitely going to fall on one of them, and even if he's a snake charmer, that's not going to help him, they're definitely going to bite him. And Tanabana, we have a Braisa. Let's say he fell into a fiery furnace. We could give Adis about him that he died, even though we didn't see it. There's no way he was able to escape from this. If he fell into a vat of oil or wine that was sitting on top of a fire and was boiling, we could give Adis about him because he was most definitely boiled alive. They said, If he fell into a vat of oil on the fire, then we could give Adis about him that he died because that's just going to make the fire burn hotter because when he falls into this giant pot of oil so some of the oil splashes out and that helps the fire burn even hotter because that oil falls onto the fire but Shalyayin if he fell into this huge pot of wine in Eden Olive we're not going to give Adis about him that he died why is that because he extinguishes the fire when he falls in so a whole bunch of wine splashes out falls into the fire and extinguishes the fire they told her in the beginning you're right when some of the wine splashes out onto the fire it's going to extinguish it a little bit however since the fire is so hot it's going to come back with a renewed strength and heat and therefore he will die even when he falls into a pot of wine. And the Meshach said, Rav Meir, Rav Meir told us a story about this person that fell into this huge water reservoir which is considered Maim Shiyesh Lahem Saif and he came back after three days. So Tanya, we have a bride, so Amrulai the Rav Meir, they told Rav Meir, we can't talk about a nace, that's a nace, we can't bring a raya from that. The Gemara asked, my Masinisim, what exactly is the nace over there? He let me if you want to say that he didn't eat or drink for three days and that's the nace. But say, we have a pasuk that tells us, fast for me and don't eat or drink for three days, Esther told Mordechai to tell the Yidden. So you see, it's very possible to fast and not eat and drink for three days. So El Delainaya must be that he didn't sleep for three days, and that's a nace. Tamarbiachan says, If a person says, I'm making a shvua, I'm not going to sleep for three days straight. Malkanoisai, we give him malkas for making a false shvua of Yishan la altar, and he's allowed to sleep right away because it's impossible for a person not to sleep for three days. So over here as well, this is a nace. This fellow fell into this water. It's possible that he found some sort of air pocket, but it's not possible that he didn't sleep for three days. So the whole thing's a nace. Now, for mayor, my time, well, why does our mayor think it's not a nace and that we could bring a riot from it? Amravkani says, keep it on Kaba, keep in Havu. There was arches upon arches built inside this area. Whatever this giant water reservoir was, it had some sort of arches there, and therefore he's able to rest on the arch. For Abanan, they would respond to that by saying, Havu, they were made out of marble. Marble is very slippery. He wouldn't be able to rest on that. For Mayor, he would respond to that as that, it's impossible a person is not going to hold on and grab tight and even rest for just a little bit. So therefore, it's not considered a Nesa Kornchav Mayor. There's a story with the daughter of Nechonya, who was the well digger. He used to dig wells and ditches for all the people that were being oily regal so they could have enough water. And what happened to her? Shanafla Baragadal. She fell into a Baragadal, this huge water reservoir. Ubova Idul Rebchanina Bendaisa, and they told Rebchanina Bendaisa what happened. Shari Shaina, the first hour after they told him, Amrlahem, he told them, Shalom, everything's at peace, she hasn't died. Shniya Amrlahem, the second hour, he told them, Shalom, everything's at peace. Shlishas Amrlahem, the third hour, he told them, also, she came up, she saved, everything's okay. Now, Amrlah, he asked her when she finally came to him, Biti, my daughter, Mialech, who took you out of this pit? So Amrlah, she told him, Zechashalchem Zdamili, a male ram walked by me, Vizakin Manhigai, and there was 
an old man leading him, and that's how I got out. And this ram was Eli Shal Yitzchak, it was the ram of Yitzchak Avinu, and the old person leading it was Avram Avinu. And Amr Lais, they told her, Chanina ben Daisa, Navi Ata, you're a Navi. Amr Lami told him, Loi Navi Anaychi, Loi Ben Navi Anaychi. I'm not a Navi, I'm not the son of a Navi. El Adavar Shat Satik, Ms. Asik Bahi, Kashal Bahi Zarei. Is it possible that this matter, specifically digging wells for people they could have water, that this Sadik is involved with constantly, one of his offspring is going to stumble in it and is going to die with water? It's not possible. So I knew for sure that she would survive. But now the Gemara tells us that it's not so clear because Amr Av Amr Vaba says, Afal Pikain, even so, Mez Benai Batsama, Nechom Yechavashichin's son died of thirst. Now, how is that possible? Shanem, because the Pazak says, Usvivav Nisara Ma'id, and his surroundings are very stormy. What does that mean? This teaches us that Hashem is very exacting with all the people that are around him by a hair's breadth, meaning all the people that are around Hashem, people that are very close to Hashem, Hashem is very exacting with them. And Rechanina Ar Mehachar, Rechanina has a different source for this. The Pazak tells us, El Narat beside Kedashim Rabba, Minoira al Kosvivav, Hashem is awesome over those who surround him. So a person who's very close to Hashem, Hashem is very midactic with him. And Misha tells us, I feel Shaman Hanashim Aimrez, even if a man's walking by and he hears women saying, This fellow died. Die, that's sufficient. He's walking through the park and he hears the Yenta Kogel Club talking, Oh, you heard that this guy died? He's allowed to use that as Edus and Bezdin. Even though if a woman comes to Bezdin and gives Edus, we wouldn't necessarily believe her. However, he was just passing by them and they were Messiah Lafituman. They were just Stam Shmoozing so he can trust that that, that person actually died and we can use that as Edus and Bezdin. Rabbi tells us, I feel even if he heard from children that were passing by and they said, We're going to be maspin and to bury this person. We can use that as proof that the person died. And now the Mishnah clarifies, Whether he had kavana or didn't have kavana, we can trust him. And the Gemara is going to explain what this means, had kavana. He says, If we're talking about a yid telling us that someone died, then even if he has kavana, we can trust him. We're talking about a non-Jew, If he had kavana, so then it's not valid edus. The Gemara now says, Rabbi Huda said that if kids pass by and they said, we're on our way to a Leviah, that we can trust that that person died. The Gemara asked, perhaps we're not going to go to Leviah. Maybe they thought that the person died and therefore they said, oh, we're going to go to his Leviah, but maybe he didn't really die. So Rabbi Huda Shmuel, he answers, it's the other way around. It's not that they said that we are going to go to this Leviah. As the Kami, they were saying, we are coming from his Leviah and from all of his Espedim. The Gemara continues asking, perhaps they had a grasshopper that died, and they called their grasshopper by this fellow's name. You know, people give their pet dogs a real name. So imagine these kids had a pet grasshopper and they called him by the name of their neighbor, Rabbi Katzenel and Bogenstein Minvichberg, and this grasshopper died and they made a whole Leviah for him and they were walking around saying, oh, it just came from the Leviah of Rabbi Katzenel and Bogenstein Minvichberg and this person who heard these kids didn't realize that they were talking about their grasshopper. So Gemara says, no, the Ka'ami, this is what they were saying. The following Rabban were by this Leviah. These were all the Mispedim that were over there. So since they were giving a lot of details about Leviah, it must be that it really happened and they weren't talking about their pet grasshopper. Now it's in the Mishnah, if a non-Jew comes and he had kavana, so then we can't trust him. That's only if he had kavana to be matir, this wife, to get remarried. If this non-Jew had kavana just to give edos, edusa edos, then we could trust his edos. The Gemara says, how are we supposed to know what his kavana is? So Rav Yisrael says, if this non-Jew comes to Bezin, and he says, this fellow died, allow his wife to get remarried. Obviously, he had kavana to matir her to get remarried, and we can't trust him. But if this non-Jew comes to Bezin, and he says, Mace Stam, all he says is that the fellow died. So Zaun is Chaval Eidos, that's just Kavana just to give Eidos that the fellow died and we could trust him. And it's Marnami, Amr Shlakesh, Loishan, Alashan is Chaval Hatir, it's only if he had Kavana to be Matir, we can't trust him. Avalan Chaval Haid, if it's not you had Kavana just to give Eidos, Edusa Eidos, then it's a valid Eidos. And now Amr Lebechan Rechan asked him, Lekachai Maisab Usha, wasn't there a story in Usha, but Rebbe with Rebbe, Shehisrisim Shmainim Chamisha Zkanim, that he took up his shield against 85 Zkanim, which means he waged a Talmudic battle, he waged a Halachic battle with them, and Amr Lemi told him, Loishanu, this is only taught Alashan is Chaval 
hatir. If he had kavanah to matter her, but if he only had kavanah to be made for her, edusa edus is a valid edus. But the Chum did not agree with him. And since it was 85 against one, we paskin like them. So even if this non-Jew comes to Bezin and only has kavanah to give edus, we still can't trust him. So we ask, Our Mishnah had said that when a non-Jew comes and he has kavanah, so his edus is not valid, implying if he didn't have kavanah, it is valid. Where's the case where we can trust him? The Gemara answers, If he just mentions it in passing, he's not coming to Bezin to give edus, he just happens to mention, not in Bezin, this fellow died. There was a non-Jew that was walking around saying, Man Man who here is from Chivai's house? Shachiv Chivai, Chivai died. Vansabar of and Yosef allowed his wife to get remarried. He wasn't coming to give Adis, he was just trying to tell the family members that this guy died. And a similar story, there was a Naju walking around saying, Woe to this fast horseman in Pompadisa that he died. This fast horseman was a very strong Jewish warrior that lived in Pompadisa, and this guy's walking around saying that he died. Vansabar of Yosef, if he tame a Ravel, the Bitsu, and Rav Yosef, and some say it was Ravel, allowed his wife to get remarried. And another story, there was a Naju walking around saying, Man who hears from Chasa's household, Tava Chasa, Chasa drowned. And Amr Nachman, Nachman said, it's an expression, the fish ate Chasa. And the Burj of Nachman, based off what Nachman said, Chasa's wife went and she got remarried. And they didn't tell her anything. So we see that we could trust this Adis of the non Jew. Now Ravashi says, you know, we learn from here, that was our Banan said, if a person got lost in Maim Sha'in his wife is still Asur because it could be he survived. That's only we're not going to tell her she's allowed to get remarried. But if she did get married, we're not going to take her away from this new marriage. And Ignamri, some say this is how it went. The Rav Nachman allowed his wife to get remarried because Amar, he said, is a very guy. If he really was saved from this water that he fell into, everyone would have known about it. Like Mar says, that's not really so. It doesn't make difference if he's a great man or not. His wife is not allowed to get remarried, but if she did, Bidyevid will allow her to stay married. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with a number of stories of trusting non-Jewish Adas. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.